0: Rockfire is still the leader. Here comes the blood now. Alligator blood on the outside stormed up and took over. Alligator blood's in front, flashing late, private eye, but alligator blood's running straight back from private eye. Welcome to Met Doctor Behind the Curtain. Look at how pro punters operate. I'm your host, Scoot. I'm in studio with the white hot John Walter. I was with him all day Saturday, and I tell you what, he was just picking him out of every orifice in his body. I think the only bloke hotter is Reese Jones. How are you, Walt? Mate, I'm just blocking, juggling,
1: and weaving. I'm trying to stay hard away from all you people cast with bird flus, man flus, kid flus, whatever you got. You're all sick. Hmm. Stay da- away from me. What happened? Turbo's dead. Apparently, we've killed him. <laughs> Ninja Cockle. Oh, my God. they are going down like flies around here.
0: Yeah, there's a fair bit happening. And I think uh, DK, a little check into DK. Last week, he was cactus.
2: This week?
1: Well, he had a broken nah, heart last took, week, suspect. Yeah,
2: I thought, yeah, To yeah, yeah, turn t- into a crack rib. Like, absolutely. Cactus, me, fuck. Like, there is absolutely no tip in the world if you ever get bruised, dribble, cact grip. Every time I cough, every time I sneeze, roll in bed, mate. It's like someone's just punched me in the chest. Oh, but anyway, I got here. I'm in here. I made it in. How are you, Nico? You in better shape than me? Uh, it wouldn't be hard. I wouldn't <laughs> imagine. So I think I'm definitely in better shape than DK at the moment. <laughs> oh, mate. The kid said to me last night at footy training. Oh, we playing kick because we was in kick tennis. I got this game called kick tennis where you kick. And then we do dads versus kids and they give me, we play and kick tennis, we play and kick tennis and I take training Wednesday nights, I said, there's no kick tennis, I said, and I, when we do play, it, I will not be, I'm done for life, kick tennis, I'm not 27 anymore, I'm an old man. So they weren't too happy with that, but I gave them goal kicking instead. They, they kept them happy. So super, <coughs> super rules, DK. You ruled out a comeback. Well, with and that's what the other—that's what someone said to me tonight. They're, like the seconds are running low. Like we got so many injuries and that. And they said, you ever get tapped on the shoulder when you're in your forties? So like, oh, just just fill in for a quarter, will you, in the forward pocket or back pocket or do something? You'll be sweet." Yeah, just a reminder, mate. You know, your body's not up for it. So um, it was a good reminder to say that I'll oh, never, ever, ever say yes. So that's something like that. It uh, takes me back to uh, Convo We're with Anthony Don, the ex-NRL player,
0: and uh, they're trying to get us to play uh, Super Rules for Broadbeach Cats, and then Tristan uh, pipes up and says, no, nah, come play nines at the Top Sport Turtles. The Turtles. If if Walt plays, I'll play a game with the Top Sport Turtles. Is it AFL? I'd, yeah, it's AFL. I'd be,
1: top, I'd be, I'd be unstoppable. <laughs> I'd tell, I swear to God, bigger hands I would have been in the NBA, uh, <laughs> AFL, anything, whatever you want.
2: You haven't got a bad field if you
1: get your feet. girl hands just cost me. <laughs> so about dollar
2: oh. fifty doing Achilles in the first quarter. If you get past that, you're about dollar ten to do a hammy by half time. And then, uh, yeah, if you cop a bump or something, it'll be the end of you. So, mate, just swerve away from that, Scooty. Swerve.
1: We're athletes in this side of the world. That's why we moved to the Gold Coast, mate. Home of the athletes.
0: Exactly. All the stars are born here. Nick Rewalt's probably one of them. Adam Adam Scott. There's a couple of good golfers. I don't know who else. Jeez. Anyway, there's the all the all the superstars are over at Royal Ascot. Has anybody, anyone been watching? Nature Strip got the chocolates. Absolutely delighted. <laughs> Stay, stayed Nature up for striped. that.
2: that was, how good was that? Mm. I don't. Nothing much excites me as you know these days, except obviously <laughs> back in a winner, self-interest, and all the people have been loyal subs. But nothing else really worries. But I stayed up for that, and that was fantastic. Like. Just sticking it to them. No, not sticking to the palms, but the best thing for me was the corporates did their absolute clacker on it. There was no hot. They tried to hide betting buddy 280 to 320 chance, but they just, they just got loaded up with it because all their extras are piling the nature's rip, and it's early in the week, you know. so like they can get the churn back out of them on a Saturday or something from back in a winter. So they've done their absolute clacker on it, and we cheer in home affairs hard to uh, to do the same on uh, whenever he runs on the weekend.
0: Nice and angry, DK. I love this. Anyone, uh, anyone we know in the royal carriage parade last oh. night? John Walter, I'll let you feel this one. I, t-
1: I, t- I tell you what, I enjoyed Nature Strip too, um, and it was incredible. The win, like yes, I said, like you don't win by six like that over a thousand oh. and whatever. Until James McDonald came back, even then I was like happy. And then he high fived a fella as he entered the ca- the bird cage, and I nearly threw up. But my, I don't probably want to mention him because I don't need any more trouble in my life. But it's just amazing the uh, the entourage that's over there currently.
2: Oh, that was who I thought it was. I thought it was. I thought they looked very familiar, that big fella. Uh, like yeah. a smaller version of
0: Gary Harley. Yep, that's <laughs> who? exactly who it was. Yep. Oh, so what, Richie's over there, yeah. PVL's over there. How
2: do you not get a gig?
1: Yeah, well, that's right. That's right. Actually, one of our, one of our members is missing out of the chat. I think he might be over there. I think everyone's over there at the moment. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's uh, ah, good on him. Good on them. hope they enjoy it. Hey, there's some good Dan Cobbies over there.
2: i say it's amazing. Um, like those owners, as I think, you know, Ross Lyons, and they've been in the game a long time loyal with Tony Vassell back, and then they've had this horse. But oh, it's just amazing how, like, Jack Van Duren is one of those. He's been in every horse. He's a great mate of rod lines. He's cactus. He's got cancer. The doctor said, don't go. He's in a wheelchair. He said, I'm going. I'm going. Good and I mean. he got there and watched his horse win, you know, and the horse won for him, you know. The, the amazing alligator blood, the bloke's wife, yep. Joy, she she stayed stayed alive till he won and then ca- carked it, you know, the horse. You know, homesman when Gadinsky died. Holmesman got up and stuck his head out at twenty to one in the Australian Cup. It's amazing the just that connection that the you know a dead or sick owner or something the the, uh, the horses just just grow, find, find a leg. I tell you,
1: they mm. do say that group of owners are dead set legends like that Rod Line, and then they say they're absolute champions like they're mad punters though punters That's as well. It. Yeah, like Paddy, you know. Between
0: Paddy, Rod, and Dave Triff, and they they bet, they drink, and they race horses, and they're absolutely fearless. And I think um, you said it a couple of weeks ago, uh, Walt. Owners don't really care about the prize money, and there's a classic example. They've taken a horse across across to the UK. Yeah. They're racing for nothing, and they're just doing it for the love of it. And that's why, exactly why, the extra you know two million they put on a race or five hundred thousand, the money's just better spent elsewhere. Because once you get a horse up to that level, it doesn't make much of a difference. You hear, so, you hear
1: his quote. It was like something like. I've I've had some really good results in racing, blah blah blah. He said I'm here wearing this stupid hat and I'm having the day of my life or something yeah. like it was. It was uh, it was oh, it's a different level that place. It's incredible, but um, ah, oh, good, good, to, and and they handled it so well. Like too, that he's been out here, he's probably kept Australian sprinting going for the last two or three years, nearly single handedly with Eduardo, and and then gone over there and and it wasn't too late, which is the best. I thought he was a big chance of going over there and being a bit flat, but he
0: crushed them. Mm, speaking of the, uh, the the, the Top hats, uh, a little hat tip to Nico all over Alligator Blood. Hope you suck fat and uh, and bet up there, Nico, Alligator Blood.
3: Yeah, it was a good result. Uh, he was just charging home down the middle there, wasn't he? The race was kind of over at the, the 400. He sort of loomed up to him and there was uh, there was no dangers. Eye was probably a bit stiff back to the fence if you're on him. but uh, No yeah, dangers. It, it should
1: have won B6, but anyway, <laughs> that's all
3: right. I'm <laughs> in your account. I'm happy for you. <laughs> I, I don't think you would have beat him. Um, I think Alligator Blood, off the figures, he's probably – a length, length and a half off his best, but at his best, he was one of the better horses we had. So um, I think uh, he could be in for a good spring, Alligator Blood. Do you want my, could hang have on, on, I'll back.
1: Give you the early mail here. I'll try and, and find uh,
3: it. I think Walt, Walt was sort of uh, in the same sort
0: of m- f- mind frame with uh, the strong 1,600-meter r- horses there. She's a belter was uh, a good winner. I was sort of more that form line, but you guys sort of grade me up and Sharp and Smart was the one that all the money came from. We grade for. you up. No, oh, I sort of liked it
2: early, and then I sort of... No, yeah. you're right. I think you're right, Scoot. They're all... Oh, I didn't, as I said, I wasn't playing too much at they're all, were they all potting it? Weren't you all around it? I was definitely potting it. You guys price. said the other... the formal, Just um, go was... back
1: to the blood for a sec. So his preliminary program, don't quote me on this, uh, PB Lawrence Memsey Maccabi Diva.
0: Yeah.
1: That's his... Alligator blood. That's The blood, yeah, the blood for the
0: spring. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Oh, well, yeah, and no, when you, when you go back to it, the, uh, the 1500 on the backup might have just taken um, a bit of the sting out of a horse like Sharp and Smart and probably wants further, but She's a Belter was still a really good run, even though it was it was three wide back in Mordor and everyone wanted to poo-poo that race, so a little... Pike out-rode him. Huh? That was
1: it. At the end of the day, if, if if Smart gets the run She's a Belter had, which it probably should have, mm. it, it probably gets home. Well,
0: but... it's the size produce, it's just a better setup, the fourteen hundred sixteen uh and two weeks between them, so... Um, yeah, I was sort of kicking myself there. And uh, Kiss, um, what level? I think he's headed to the, what is it, $30 million golden eagle? Well, by or the time it's it
1: gets there, it'll be 30, I'd say. It might be 40. <laughs> Depends if, you know, the Saudis chip in and make it a golf event as well. It's um, yeah, far out. Like, it, honestly, neutrally, you look at all their social media posts when they post all this. I've never seen one, oh, wow, how good. It's always, Who's funding this? What's the ge- like? And this is not just Twitter; it's Facebook everywhere. You look at them. There's not ever one bit of positive feedback, and the only time it's ever used is by breeders in their um, in their marketing.
0: Mm-hmm. It could get you a seat in the royal carriage one day, so you can't poo poo it all your life. Walt DK, you're back on song. Fan of winning the other day and uh, Swan Hill Carnival. What did you uh, What did you make of that? We had a horse go amiss, miss, which was a bit disappointing. Uh, one of ours, Royal Court that we've bought at, uh, as a tried horse, so he's at the chiropractor today. Uh, but uh that's where you probably should be going, DK. How are yeah, you seeing him yeah. at
2: the moment? Uh I just can't get like yeah, you know, uh, well, Swan Hill made a boo boo. Uh just bro you know, gave a horse the benefit off a thousand metre race and even though he was proven eleven hundred, he wasn't proven at twelve hundred and some first starter got over he he was put he was disappointing anyway. As yeah, you know, Anyway, that's it. That's made a boo boo. You pay for that. Then we've got a winner. As opposed to that, we've got a strong horse home Monday at Mornington, three wide the trip, heavy ten, no worries. You know, home you go. You're a strong, proven strong horse, which is what I'm trying to find. But then 750 to 320 couldn't get the job done at Ballarat on Tuesday. You know, and that's been the story of the year. Last year they were winning those things, and I haven't had one plunge horse. You know, they've been sort of holding square on bread and butter, but um, can't get one. Can't get a seven. You know, can't get a big odds into the line yet. So anyway, but uh, we'll keep Pepper and I. Um. Yeah, so, yeah, just need, one, just need one good result, Scoot, I reckon, kick, 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 kick off. And, uh, Nico, this is maybe one for you. Triple
0: Missile was a pretty good winner in the, uh, the Golden Topaz. What level can Nick get to? Nice horse,
3: Yeah, he's sort of come awesome. over here from Perth. He was well exposed in Perth. Like, he was uh, probably just below that winter bottom sort of um, sprinting rank that they have over there. He was probably looking towards a race like that. I, I think maybe he got to 1,400 and he won... Sort of a bit tradesman like at Flemington, I think probably twelve hundred. He might be better. He just seems like he has a bit more of a dynamic turn of foot at that at that distance. I, he's definitely group class. Um, I would imagine races like the Bletchingley and the Ori Star, not in too long of, um, not too far away now. Getting into the back end of the season, sort of early next season, I think they're probably right up his alley. And if he can handle these wet tracks, like it seems like he can, um, he's probably right in a lot of those races.
2: That's him. That's him. You got a, that, that was a ripper turn of footy show there. Ridden ridden cold at twelve hundred. You know, Lindsay Lindsay give him a good rap Lindsay give him a good rap track played pretty fair as well track, like, track was check track was fantastic usually like, the Friday they look on speed. they looked like they're going to get what late in the day the first day they got wide and yeah. oh here we go and then that was fine they had the track I heard Jay Noonan say the track was in fantastic order and um yeah, they see what they did. So That's the thing. They couldn't get accommodation. Jay Noon and Jay Fry and D Holland couldn't get accommodation there. So I went and got the RVs, hired the RVs, and parked them at the at the Riverside, the Grouse Caravan Park, the big four there, <laughs> instead, and stayed in them. So there's no excuses for no accommodations. It's not a bad idea, you know. They're yeah, You get those nice RVs, got everything you need. And did Jay Fry win the Cup. Did he on Paul's Regret? He did. Of, yeah, he yeah, he did, J-Fro. Yeah, he won the cup. Yeah, Paul's Regret. Um, I think I didn't... Yeah, pro Consent loomed up and was... Well, oh, was bolting was on the corner for yeah. Harry,
3: sort of local local town hero there, and it looked like he was going to win. And then Lindsay flew at him late with Adelaide Ace, trying to go back-to-back, so he nearly yeah. took the the chocolates in both the features. But, uh,
2: It'll be, yeah, Paul's I, regret. I, I like it going forward as a meeting because because of that nice big long straight, there's really nowhere to hide, Um, and it gives them a good base. So it's a carnival. So, principally for my provincial racing, I don't know if they'll go to Metro, but... um. Provincial racing horses coming out of that carnival, it's, I reckon it gives them a good base. It's a carnival where nowhere to hide in the straight, you know. Um, you can bounce off that into um, into lesser races or less carnival sort of races, you know. So I'll be uh, yeah, keeping an eye on the form there for sure.
0: I think it's uh, eighteen hundred a week for the RV. Do you reckon you and Walt would uh, bunk up in an RV? Did 1800
2: eighteen eighteen hundred for the week? I think so. Yeah. Oh, right. Oh, I'm have to rethink that. Eighteen hundred. Oh, I'll share <laughs> it if you can. You can bunk in with Walt. Like, Just you two, uh, and we'll no, live stream no, no, the no. whole
3: RV. No. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Come on,
2: mate. <laughs> Come on, mate. I'll get, in, I'll get in early and book the cabin. Be like Big Brother. <laughs> All right. You and Walt. Oh, can you imagine? Yeah. Yeah. Big brother or Big Brother? Yeah, that'd be fun. Come yeah. on, mate. All right. This oh, is. Um, no, I don't, I don't share th- rooms. I don't even share it. No, no. I don't share them with
1: my wife, but I share it with you.
0: Oh, this is our uh, This is our final Bet Doctor show before a winter break. I think I need a freshen up. Uh our... Yeah, you just, our been, to you just
2: <laughs> been to Hamilton Island. What? Yeah, yeah, you need a freshen up. It's been a week. <laughs>
1: <laughs> What'd you do Saturday? I went to the football. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, it's been tough. You've had a you've had a you've had a tough run, I'll give you that. Yeah,
0: you're really struggling. I need a little bit of a break and Borco and Borko, our uh, TV engineer, he needs a, a break too. So we're just gonna have a little bit of a freshen up and now that they're all the pop up races and everything spills over from spring and Perth sort of heats up, it'll allow us to go a little bit closer to Chrissy. So I think. Um,
1: what do you mean? It's just a little better little bit quality closer. races. Sickos huh? like us, we go every day. We don't we don't have breaks. We don't have to worry about you know having a break now so we can miss a break then. We
0: just charge through. A we'll break from the show. What, what? DK this gets is to our. Light, this is
1: our actual thing we look forward to every week. Well, you're taking about taking away the one good thing I actually have in my life.
2: <laughs> oh, sorry, the
1: kids, the kids and the wife. Oh Jesus Christ, she's probably listening now.
2: <laughs> god, my missus said oh here we, we go hey you want to go to Bali or something well, can we go to July school autos I said can't can't, can't. no hope gotta work got going gotta got subscribers look after <laughs> the subs can't be doing form sitting on the beach in Bali I'll still be working
1: it's a working <laughs> holiday for me he goes oh yeah don't worry I'll be taking your second screen what does that mean <laughs> what does that mean does that means you're really gonna plug in and charge through the work oh my god I'm taking a second screen
0: Tell you what, the field's is Saturday. I wish I was uh, going out Friday night, but uh, we're flying out Sunday. Manscaped is something that I will be taking to Bali. It's, uh, the Weed whacker is an absolute burler. If you're stuck for ideas for your old man or uh, one of your mates or uh, an in-law or an outlaw or whoever, make sure you get the Weed Whacker and they can just put it straight up the beak. I think Bailey Smith uses them as well. So if you want the runways nice and clear, uh, I think Manscaped uh, Weed Whacker is the go. Do you know who Bailey Smith is? Absolutely no idea. I- of course you don't. So it's uh, Little Birdie's a promo code and manscaped.com. Anyway, today's show, Tommy Henjack. As uh, Walt said, I don't know if it's manager Cockle. He's been struck down with something. I think he was on a Mark Miranda after Stradbroke Day. Maybe so.
1: Big Bertha rolled over. He <laughs> might have the crack ribs like uh, DK. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what was the puppy he was talking about at the Straddy? Uh, the Cloud? No, I don't know. No, I don't no, know. Bojangles or the bloody. I don't know. Whatever it was called. Anyway, it's Ipswich Cup Day. He's still. Uh, Sent through his best bet, so it's a real white belt, white shoes combo. Ippy, but uh, I saw a little sni- little snippets on Sky Racing the other day, and it looks like the facility's got a little bit of a facelift. So Ipswich is on the up.
1: it, it like a property. Like actually, Ipswich is actually becoming like a, a, a like a centre. It's crazy. They're just building so much out there and spending so much on the area. So it wouldn't surprise me if they did. The, Would you move out there? the racetrack up? Uh, that that's, a, that's on the left side of the highway, so that's
3: I reckon they'd have a good bowling centre. It's which, wouldn't they? Yeah, they I would. D- I don't know if
1: they do, to be fair. they got one at Aspley or somewhere. I nearly ended a tournament there, but I don't know where it is, and it sounds like a snake, so I was a bit Isn't scared. Isn't another
2: flood-prone, flood-prone area, though, they got up there? Didn't they get wiped out? That's probably why they're building everything. They, another one of those joints that gets flooded. Muggs moral this week. He needs to
0: lift. He's had a couple of uh, rocky weeks. Rose Hill's his home deck, so this could be his time. Uh, no luck with uh, Yankees last week, but uh, if you're uh, in the wat, racingwatch.com.au chat room, uh, the Discord channel in there, you can uh, find plenty of winners. What's what's a heat happy
1: Win, yeah. You know, I think I like, I went through the old what the other one was. I can't remember the aqua source and Kathy just put the right hand blinker on and went hard fence when it was 25 lengths lower. Then go <laughs> go, Kath, go
0: Kath. <laughs> and the top sports team is uh, they uh, the early money there had a 2k bet on she's a belter at 480, so they got the chocolates. Uh, Nico Noonan's got Flemington this week, so he'll be up first. Happy hunting ground for Nico, generally speaking. So he'll be up and about. Uh, top Sport, they're family owned and operated, uh, and you just can't beat an Australian owned bookies. There's a lot of uh, hoo ha over uh, social media channels at the moment about uh, this, you know, this fair play coalition. But I tell you what, the fairest bookie on the uh, on the planet is Top Sport. They bet up uh, the biggest, and they uh, tip the money back in the community. I think they sponsor the Titans. And uh, they sponsor lots of uh, grassroots things, and the money stays in Australia. I, I, I,
2: you can pay me that one. I did call that correctly last week, didn't I? I didn't say Tabcorp, that sounded like with that Queensland POC tax decision that they'd been lobbied by Tabcorp, but they hadn't just been lobbied by Tabcorp. They'd been lobbied by this this crew, this Fair Coalition, Fair Play Coalition, because that announcement just looked hand in glove with the tab, you know. So um, yeah, they're, they're they're attacking, they're they're after the corpse. So I don't. I don't like the chances of our, our 10% just they're sticking They're the down corpse, here.
1: but they're not going to get the corpse. They're going to get us. It's great. It's a yeah, great, well, yeah, it's a great
2: yeah, Exactly,
0: yeah. Uh. Well, I think they're, they're about 10 years late with this strategy. Like I, the horse has bolted, but they're off and gone. They've lost so much market share. And On the out, tab? Yeah. Oh, well,
1: there's got to be a reason they've driven the tab into the ground. They've got to, what There's got to be a reason for it. And it still continues, but I don't know what this coalition thing is. It's just laughable. But anyway, maybe it's a cover.
2: it has got to be a new new big bookie. And I see they tried to they, they tried to uh, buy out or buy Points Bet's Australian arm, but the 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 uh, Herald Sun, whatever they're called, News Corp and Trip operation. They tried to buy to get some scale to start with. They got knocked back and um I see they're they're all advertising now, so they'll be up and going by the end of the I suppose by the end of the year they'll try and get up and go I might be by spring carnival, so no, you know, and they won't they won't muck around 'cause they've got the advertising and all the uh, media arm, so um
1: you know, what about, I, I what about this? It, I, what about if PVL jumped the fence to the corporates? <laughs> then what would happen to the taxes? Imagine if you then went into bat for the corpse to reduce the, oh, that, now that could be a swing of events. Mm, that it, could actually be good for us. One of the Go PVL.
0: One of the best I saw was, that you know, the this you know, better Australian. I think the largest shareholder in Tabcorp is Vanguard and BlackRock. So just go and go Google and
2: um, do some research on, on who those people are. They don't take it lying down, though. I tell you, the corps—they've got their own. Every every one of those big corps has got their own government relations employee, mm. and they've got the old responsible. I think they call themselves Responsible Waging Australia, which is all the corps group. And Skirt gets so the gets the CEO of Responsible Waging Australia, Harry Madden, big Harry Madden from the. So well, he, well, he don't, but he's a politician, see? He's a politician, so, so that's all. What was all he the involved that, in once upon a time? Uh, now you got me there. Mm.
0: NFL okay. game. Just Google, just Google, yeah. <laughs> and you'll uh, you can do some digging into there. So you'll you'll go down a, a bit of a rabbit hole there. But uh, I tell you what, it's just so simple. Open up a top sport account. Uh, They're family owned and operated. It's Australian, and I tell you what, Lloyd and Tristan and uh, the family do and a if great you job. Any so just, with them, so it's I'm so pretty pretty sure, simple.
1: You get on the phone, get on the
0: blow and sort it out. Yeah, so yeah. easy. They'll let you on. So that's where I'll be putting my business and that's uh, a major reason why we're sponsored by Top Sport is because uh, we believe in Australian owned bookies. So make sure you check them out. We're going to start talking about racing for something different and we're going to have a look at Race 2 at Flemington and Nico uh, is well known for his uh, hot starts. And a bit of a shout out too, Nico, you found uh, back-to-back $9 chances uh, yesterday at sand and i tell you what the track was just uh, an abomination there yesterday so you did pretty well to uh find a winner there but uh race two at flemington on saturday is a country racing victoria handicap over a thousand meters we've got grand pope favorite here at 290 from the ryan yard uh diamonds is second pick at five dollars starlet scope 850 little stevie ten dollars and Y is $11, and Rye Star is 11 The replay we're going to have a look at is Grand Pope, and he's in the blue with the uh, the yellow spade, Nick Ryan
3: colors. Yeah, he's last. I don't really want to watch this again, but uh, he definitely should have won this day. But this was 1100 He comes back to 1000 on Saturday, which is probably the only concern. If he stayed at 1100 I think he'd be a complete moral. Um, he still could be over 1000 He does drop a lot in the weights. He goes from $59.5 down to 55 dollars half. McNeil gets his redemption. The horse that wins this race, Diamonds, is also in this race on Saturday. I think he definitely should have beat her, run home in the fastest last four and two of the race. Um, I think if he finds a gap a bit earlier and potentially got a bit better of a ride on that occasion, he would have beat her. Um, As I said, he drops back to the 1,000 here, but the big drop in the weights, and I think they're just training him a bit different this prep. He's never seen a 1,000 metres, but they seem to be training him like a real sprinter, whereas a few preparations have sort of, Looked to get him out to sort of 1,400 and 1,300 metres. Now he jumped out like a rocket coming into this prep, and I think they've just uh, found the key to him. He had a big win down the straight to sort of end his campaign last preparation. They've obviously aimed him at the straight first up. They're keeping him here. Draws barrier number 11, like the widest gate nearly. Um, hopefully McNeil doesn't find the same sort of trouble that he found last up. And I think with that big weight drop, uh, the weight swing on diamonds, everything sort of in his favour, and this is a lot weaker race. Uh, I thought 290. Very respectable. He'll be flying at him late. Like he, there could be every chance he's unlucky again. That's the kind of horse he is. But if he gets that luck, I think he will win.
2: It looks to be. Um, I think in, in his favour is a bit, a bit of speed here. You know, yeah, you know, young Liam and all that. They won't. There'll be no loafing there. So um, that will help him. But you're right. The when I looked at it, I said, oh, back to a thousand. You know, and he's had seven. He has had you no know, seven career starts and never never had a run over the thousand. But like you said, um, you know, my training a bit differently. And who's to doubt Nick Ryan? You know, if you land on Nick Ryan, if you. You just got to play because he's such a good trainer and knows what he's doing, and his horses run so well. Um, but yeah, we'll be at the back. But uh, yeah, uh, the, I think the tempo will help him. And um, yeah, yeah looks, looks a good good way to start the day. Nikki, yeah, you've given away the Eagles Craig, mate. That was the last no in the coffin for the Friday professionals, oh was it? Eagles <laughs> Craig. What a cat. Had every single chance, didn't it? Just loomed not like he was going to win. It couldn't go past. Just, yeah. Patty Paines, aren't they running through brick walls? Uh, every That's time
3: good. I was talking about this yesterday with my mates. Every time I find Paddy or Billy, they seem to go no good. good. And any time I don't back them, they just he's seem had, to beat. He's them. had thirty winners in the last three oh.
2: weeks. <laughs> Fine. They did that in the um in that two year old race, the Elvstrom Classic. <laughs> same thing. That the Quang Tri led. King's consort just ran to it, like it was going to run past it, and, and then kicked. And, and same as the Mr. Pickwick and Your Bloody Thing Equals Craig. So you no, know, he's running the horses
0: running through brick walls, Paddy's. I um, wish he didn't bring that up. I, the toys came straight out of the cop when he got beat. That was the most gutless performance I've seen in a long time. Couldn't uh, have had a better run, could it? <laughs> couldn't have had a every possible.
2: Run. It was just, I don't know what the in-play was, but, oh, oh God. God. Anyway.
0: Flemington Race 5, no replays here. There's a couple of uh, different form lines here, but let's talk about it because it's uh, probably the most exciting race for the day, the Creswick Stakes. And you've got Star Patrol $2.50 favourite from the Clint McDonald Yard, revitalised this horse. Passive-aggressive, Beggy's uh, lightly-raced horse, Caracasu, who's uh, putting up big figures over in Adelaide at $6, and Passero is $12. I am me's no slouch either at $16, and you've got horses like Winningverse and Gimme Par out of the market with Ice Picnic. Fascinating uh, contest this, Nico. After the last start, I thought uh, Star Patrol might be chinky when I when I started to have a look at this race and start to pull it apart. What did you think?
3: Yeah, I sort of thought that on the day. Um, I thought his win probably wasn't as impressive, well, definitely wasn't as impressive as his win prior, but he actually rated better, know, which the was time, interesting.
2: The time was fine, wasn't it? Mm. Which means the Moody horse went terrific outback action, which had been pressing to do that off what it did in its maiden. You know, like it, yeah. it ran fast time at Mornington.
3: Yeah, it, it's a nice horse outback action. Uh, I think I had it on top from the yard, did so I, mm. I I do like Star Patrol. I think he's just he's got a bit sort of um to come mentally. I think he's not the fully finished product yet in terms of the yard, and he still will mature, but he's a big sort of big beast of a sprinting type massive hind quarter and he does have to carry 59 here so he goes up from 54 but his two last start wins down the straight at flemington put him in at least sort of group two class if he can replicate those figures and you are comparing apples to apples here he ran over the 1100 meters last night and passive aggressive also ran over the 1100 meters and he's rated about three lengths better um i thought sort of two weeks ago after she won like she's also a really impressive type to look at um i was sort of taken back by her I thought I'd probably be leaning her way in the Kreswick, but I did think she'd be more like four dollars, four dollars fifty. And he'd be, you know, sort of in your dollar eighty range mm. And compared to two fifty and two sixty. Uh I think just with the level he's got to so far, I think if he can hold that, I reckon he'll beat her. Um there's every chance she improves, but I think he only has to hold his level. So I'd be sort of leaning his way. Uh I had a good look at Karakasu and Pashiro to see if they could get near him and I I just I think it's one or the other. I couldn't really get near the other two, so I'm probably leaning Star Patrol, um, and I think the market may also
2: do that. That's also coming early. She's only early. She's only at least he's got a bit. He's got seasoning under his belt. Yeah, you know, it's she's coming. First prep. She's like. coming very quickly for her. So she's just that's always going to be that from going on to it. Whether she can keep keep elevating in her first prep, you know. And the other interesting
3: part of this race is like Star Patrol. Preble got off said last start and said he probably made a blue, holding him up a bit early. Um, he thinks he might just let him run a bit more here. So, given that, there's sort of two horses that could take each other on. But then you throw in Winning Verse as well, who ran really quick time at Caulfield last start, leading quick to the 600. I think she probably leads them both. So, where that sort of leaves mm. both of them, I reckon they're both probably second and third. Yeah, uh, This this is probably the most exciting race we've we've got to deal with in Melbourne for about three months now. I think a lot of people have been looking forward to this. And, yeah, I don't think it'll disappoint.
0: What about the jump out of Passero and it's an interesting one. I, I thought this horse has got a little bit of ability here, but um I'm surprised he's sort of come back so quickly.
3: Yeah, I don't know what he's what he's in for. Maybe they're looking at sort of the Silver Bowl series maybe later in the in the sort of uh in the winter here. I thought the jump out was good. Um typical of Bust and Young, though. Not many of their horses trial badly, so I don't think it's the greatest guy. He does have ability, and I think he'll be better this prep than sort of last year was another who's a bit sort of behind mentally compared to a few of the others, and I think he won a few of those races on raw ability. But uh yeah, I definitely think he's gonna be better suited to sort of 12, 1400, not getting out to a mile. Um, but yeah, I couldn't sort of have him to beat the other two. Well
1: No, I was I was happy he mentioned winning verse. I just thought it went like an absolute rocket last up, beat a couple of nice horses, like left him in its dust. So I'd be interested to see how it goes. He's a bit it, like it's got ability, lightly raced and just thought it had a bit of
3: spice at whatever price it is. Went around at forty someone won by about five. Mm. It was and hard to get your if head you around. It,
1: if you watched its first up run, you wouldn't have taken 40s. So, uh, yeah, no, and, and I just, yeah. yeah, it's a bit of an enigmatic. It's it's two year old formers, all right? So, it'll, it'll add a bit of spice.
0: The other race we're going to have a look at is race seven the Sir Henry Bolt handicap over 2,000 meters. Oceana Blue is four dollars into 360 here in favourite. Bigolino is seven dollars. Uh, Natural Mystique seven dollars. The claimant. Eight fifty, Secret Glamour, nine dollars. Commander Harry, nine fifty, and uh, there's been a couple of scratchings. Naval Seal has been scratched, and so is Capangi. Uh, but the replay we're going to have a look at here is Oceana Blue in the oneless colours here. So the grey with the uh, the nose roll here and the yellow seams. Yeah, I was sort of
3: this race I thought was the key form reference, given she came out of it and the horse behind her in the purple Naval Seal was down to run in this race, but now he's been scratched. I was kind of worried he was a big danger here, but. Now he's come out, I think this makes her task a bit easier. She started at 1,800 metres first up and ran some really quick closing sections behind uh, Aravine, or Averine is it, who went and started favouring the Queensland Oaks, and she dropped back to a mile this day. The most impressive part of her race probably was through the line. Um, Through the line, she goes right past, hop on Harry, and sort of looking at her first up, thought there was improvement to come, and I thought she ran enormous there. Then last up, back to the mile, just was never going to suit her. She was wide the trip there on a day you didn't really want to be. this looks her setup, 2,000 meters, getting to Flemington. She's a big hawk. She's got a big stride on her. Barry number 11, McDougal, seems to have a good affinity with Moody. Um, he's not going that well at the moment, McDougal, but uh, he seems to give Moody's every single chance. And I just think with this sort of race, um, I reckon you want to be looking for fresh blood in these sort of 2,000-meter races. It sort of it panned out that like that last year. A lot of these horses are coming through the same race, um, last start behind. Uh, the bus and Young horse that run, Matsuka comes through Elf, that uh, race. Yeah, Natural Mystique started $2.50 there. looked like he had sort of every possible chance. There's a few of them in there that are sort of yeah, the second horse ran second at like 300 to that one. Was
2: my, that was my thing, country's life. Yeah, yeah. like
3: it was just a, a funny old race and a lot of them come through that. I think looking for the di- the different form here could be uh could be big and she is that and I think she's the best horse in this race. So now Naval Seal's come out, I'm probably even keen back her backer at sort of Ah, uh, three dollars plus. I didn't really find a danger. It's wide open outside of her if she doesn't win. So, um, yeah, I was kind of happy to see her in the yard and sort of decide whether I bet up after that and see how the track's playing. But if everything's sort of um ticking the boxes there, I'll be I'll be having a crack. I think.
2: Yeah, no, she's um she's. I remember remember her maiden win at um Geelong was huge. I remember she's out the back and wide all the way and just rounded them up. Um, was well backed and then. That, that 1,800 first up was interesting placement. I, mean, I mean, you don't, you know, where, Where's he going to for that means I reckon she's,
3: they were trying to get her to the Queensland and Oaks and it just come up a bit too soon.
2: Yeah, okay. Yeah, but geez, um, geez, oh, she's got Flemington 2,000 metres and 2,000 plus stamped all over, hasn't she? Yeah. So, uh, and you're right, fresh legs are like natural mystique we're talking about getting deep in the first prep. Well, I didn't see many excuses the other day know, other than maybe they went a bit quick up the front. The claimant, he's going all right, the claimant, but again, deep first prep and... He's been racing a bit keen and get so they take the blinkers off. Will he be as proficient with the blinkers off? You know, so as, as question marks about a few of the others. I think she's um, she's that lightly raced filly with plenty of upside and the big track and the big straight to wind up in. Um, yep, she, she, she,
3: she'll be hard to beat. It's a good meeting, sad day at Flemington. Um, it's sort of been hit and miss the last few with the real wet tracks and all that, but we're probably only going to be on a soft six, maybe at worst. So um could be a day if you've um, sort of dodged Melbourne recently because the real wet tracks might be time to get back involved. Exactly, and uh, they should be getting your mounting yard mail, Nico, via
0: Telegram. Twenty-five bucks a week. Nico covers the Wednesday and Saturday meets, and uh, Blake McDougall is a nice addition for Oceana Blue. I think he'll be well suited to that one. Let's talk uh, Ipswich Bit of a lackluster program for the features, the Cup, uh, the Gay Waterhouse, and the Eyeliner. I went through them yesterday, and nothing really jumped off the page for any of those races. They look uh, pretty tactical affairs, and. I was really interested to see that uh, Turbo was betting away from them. So I was pretty happy with that. So his first one comes up at Eat Switch race number one. I'll go through the market and I'll give you a little bit of a, a spiel of why he likes it. Race one is the Sirame May Wines uh, Bandamba Plate. Over 1,200 metres, it's a two-year-old handicap. There's Honey Pot, the favourite, $2. Northern Express, three seventy. Spooky Spirit, $9. Rosa Shiraz, $10. A few last start winners there. And the horse that he likes here is, uh, is Honeypot. So it's uh, T. Golan, and there should be some good speed up front. It was the run of the race in the Bill Carter when uh, taken back early. So fingers crossed it's a uh, handbrake off. And uh, Ryan Maloney takes a ride here from Barrier 9, which is uh, sometimes uh, tricky at least switch, those wide sort of draws. But um, even money uh, T. Golan, probably uh, at probably the prize.
1: Yeah, i got no idea, but I couldn't take even money. Farlap around Ipswich, Jesus, it's a burial joint for favourites and wide draws and yeah, wide draws at the dogs at each Ipswich are just as bad as wide draws at the races. So good luck. But uh
3: yeah, far so, out. Speaking you know, of Far a good trainer. Did, did we see he made his he made his way to Netflix, Farlap?
2: Yes. has. So it it has maybe has. I can't wait it, to watch and,
3: that. And the Cup. The
2: Cup's on Netflix as well. It is. Yeah, and no, I can't wait to show the young fellow Farlap. We used to at school, at boarding school, we used to have the um trying to dodge a class, we'd go see the librarian and we'd say, Can we watch can we watch Farlap in the uh, A V room over there? Sweet, sweet. She used to run down the tape, put our bets on. She was one of the mums of the best sorts in our year level. And she used to look after us boys and then so dodge that. Oh, can we go and Give her a list of bets. If we wanted her back once. She'd run them down the tight. She was a beauty. Mrs. Maffo. Oh, what a legend. But far left. Would have watched it 20 times when I was at high school.
1: I tell you what, that that story is 10 times better than anything I sort of found at Ipswich on Saturday. So I think I think that was a great interjection there.
0: Oh, so I I chimed into the Royals on Netflix the other day, Liz Hurley, and it's a bit of a piss taker, the Royal family. Oh, uh, my God. I, it's, I've seen worse. So
1: hang on. You had a holiday. You've chimed into a Netflix series during the week here, and you're off for three weeks on Sunday. Geez, I can see why you needed a layup.
0: Uh, I need a spell. I need a spell from you. <laughs> Far too much time with you. <clears throat> Ipswich race number four is the next one that Turbo uh, likes here. It's the Little Birdie Lager, Ipswich Mile. It's a uh, one-metro win handicap. It's over the 16.66 at Ippie. And uh, c a favourite, $4.20. Jakama at uh, four eighty Without thinking, Four eighty 80 Olympic Class 550, uh, Factory Warrior, $8. And uh, he is $8. The horse that uh, Turbo likes here is Without Thinking. Uh, poor rides have plagued this horse he says recently but a good alley from the mile and it's got the best turn of foot in the race with a lot of chewed up one paces in this one so that's from the uh the john simons and uh sheila laxon uh yard there without thinking so that's luke tarrant uh barrier four four dollars 80 at top sport Anything to add there, Well
1: I'm, I'm just glad that I took the time to, you know, go through the, the, the Ipswich Cup, Eyeliner and, and Gay Waterhouse. I, I just keep forgetting every week that top, they're not Turbo's races and mm-hmm. that he doesn't like to actually cover the, the feature meeting. So, you know, I've got no idea about any of those horses. All I'll right, let's cheering.
0: quickly, Ipswich Cup, Bartholomew DS Diaz, Our Intrigue, Burbedex, Street Dancer, Swords Drawn, Ballistic Boy, Young Blood, Smart Meteor, Tristan's Horse. Uh, anything that tickles your just fancy. No
1: speed in the race makes it absolutely diabolical. All the favourite be back last, and yeah. but I thought Berberbeck could probably improve.
0: Berberbeck Bur- was the horse that but he appealed could be back to there me as
1: well, right? Yeah. If you have to have a bet, and swords drawn just from that gate, and yeah, I don't know, but it's probably got the best lead-up form, and it's the strongest, but it's one pace, but it's still ten
0: dollars. Mm, mm. Horrible race, just absolutely frightening. On, on a different track, I'd uh, I'd be keen to sort of step in at Berberbeck at that price, but mm. again, Eddie Zip Switch. Any uh, any
3: thoughts in the Ipswich Cup, Nico? No, I'm interested to see Bartholomew Deus is has uh, gone to Nisham now and sort of kicked on. I always kind of thought he was like a 1600, sort of 2000-meter horse. seems to race really well when he's early in the campaign and they kept stretching him out to sort of 2400. So um, I'm, I'm wondering whether she's sort of had a similar thought process with sort of keeping him to these shorter distances and sort of getting right out to the staying trips. And uh, he's always been a horse with a lot of ability, so... Um, yeah, he looks well enough place, but the the map looks a bit sticky. He's not a horse who has a lot of early speed, so um, it'd be sort of heart in the mouth stuff there.
1: I think it will be no matter what you're on in that race. But I agree, yeah, very,
0: very scary. Oh, mm. I used to love this meeting. There used to be just some horses that stick out and had sort of class edges, and um, this is just de- definitely not the uh, not the same sort the of eyeline, meeting. Is he? Yeah, the eye is tricky. You got Holyfield, five fifty, Vinco, Paladas. Has been the one that backed seven into six fifty. I think it was even better earlier. And then Roman Aureus, Emerald Kingdom, and then Charlie's. I thought the again, you've got a horse like Emerald Kingdom, barrier 14 though, but mm. uh $9 is a tempting price. And we know that Holyfield's absolutely flying. And then you can make a case for a, a couple in that one. Not no? even
1: going to guess. No? And won't guess in the last. So Tom Tommy's mm. done a good job. Lady of Luxury's in the last there. I think it's ready to win, but I think it'll run in Sydney.
0: Mm. I think historically, horses uh, that have that are on the backup from the Stratty find, uh, obviously, the Ipswich Eyeliner mm. much, much easier. And this horse is just rock-hard fit. So I think gun to my head, I'd have to back um, Emerald Kingdom. Anything from Unico? Nico? No, nah, nothing. Uh, DK, did you bother watching the Stradbroke or are you just happy to be uh, zero races and not out for the whole Queensland Carnival?
2: Uh, turn, uh, actually, I flicked it over with 200 to go and saw so where got a blood steam into the front and then turned it off <laughs> when I hit the line. That was my. That was all right. That was nice. Good narrative, as I said. Uh, it was with, uh, the Gay Waterhouse Classic. Juan Diva's a favourite Tahitian
0: dancer. Lady of Luxury, a majestic shot. Maybe the best uh, enjoyed at all. Uh, I've backed Tahitian dancer last two starts. And of course, it's run second and third and uh, been something licked on both occasions or could have finished a lot closer. Any interest whatsoever? If that race was on a Monday at Musselbrook, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like well, what is that how is that a listed race my god yeah it's just brutal but uh, you know <clears throat> classic
0: whatever. example of just too many there's just so many races and so many options that it's these old these old sort of old um secondary type meetings that just fall by the wayside and it's uh
1: one well, diva is like a rubber stamped wednesday horse. He's just a saturday <laughs> or, like it's just a saturday horse <laughs> if it is and it's favorite and it's probably the one to beat like it's crazy but yeah mm. good luck
0: to him so that's Ipswich, and, uh, yeah, hopefully uh, Turbo's on the bounce back, and uh, he might put himself in cotton wool for uh Hey, Pete Bertha will now. be
1: there. She'll have the, the chicken soup ready for him. He'll be back. He'll be right.
0: Uh, Punningform.com.au. They were a bit slow off the box yesterday. Must have had a data or a feed issue, but it's ultimate comparison tool. Uh, Their uh, they're class benchmarks and sectionals are brilliant, not for uh, the pre-race but the post-race too, and uh, they've also got the dual noms, the Black Book service, so I'd rather be getting a uh, subscription and get behind the paywall of puntingform.com.au than any other product in the marketplace because it's got dead set a 1,000 yards on most other products, I would have thought, and uh, I know that DK and Nico are firmly in that camp as well. Walt, you're going to do a race for us uh, at rose Do Zero. I get to go
1: first or the mug?
0: Hey? Me or the mug? No, you. It's always you. You get to go first. You, you have to I show first
1: because you're the pro. Mug's the key.
0: Royal Seal Race 4 is the uh, Little Birdie Lager. We're sponsoring a couple of races this uh, this week. Over uh, Little Birdie Lager Handicap over 1,800 metres. This is you, Walt, 1,800-metre race. Well, Willinga Rufio is $3.60 favourite here. Naval Seal, $5.50. African Daisy, $8. Curie is $8. Kapangi is eight fifty. So there's a couple of dual nominations there. Naval Seal and Kapangi have both uh, been scratched. And then you've got So United and Tinny Winnie, $9. Chad Schofield starting to hit some form, and you've got the catch from uh, Bjorn Bakeyard, formerly with Michael Costa. So it's an interesting uh, little up upgrade into the uh, the deep end of Rose Hill from the Michael Costa who's uh, departing us. But uh, Linga Rufio is the one that you like here. Well, let's have a look at him in the red and black. He's making it all out in front. Yeah, so come out of a maiden at
1: Hawkesbury uh, into this race and it wasn't an easy day even though it rose hill to sort of lead and, and win here and I just this is probably the key to this horse what it does in this next or from when we turned it on to, to here just puts them away in arguably the worst part of the track there're sort of hard fence sort of wobbles around it's got that much energy it's sort of wobbling and still and still running away from them um, you know the horses behind just had every conceivable to to run this horse down and, and it was probably entitled to get a little bit tied late there it's, it's gone out quick come home quick uh, there's not much to to of this horse and sort of similar to what nico said in melbourne this is a a lightly raced uh, uh horse you know getting up to this sort of 1800 2000 meter range and just looks to have you know pure upside should just go straight to the front uh trying to find dangers probably tinny winnie was the the one that you know it's it's put in two really strong performances but a bit of a, a gut buster last start. loses J mac Needs a little bit of a good ride early from Schofield to sort of find the fence if it does. And I was a little bit scared of Dekuri, but, you know, sort of $4 this horse, I expected this horse to be even money and, and may get out a little bit. I think it'll probably firm up. Um, there's a little bit of a concern about some scratchings. There's dual noms. Um, but, like, so I could navel, so I think this horse would handle naval seal no problem. Um, yeah, I, I just can't see um, too much downside of this horse at this stage. It looks like it's just a, a, a real... Contender for uh, all sorts of big races if it uh, keeps going ahead.
0: Who would you rather put on, Reese Jones claiming two or Tyler Schiller, claiming two? In what we're talking about, no, just in, in a horse
1: race? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, there's not much in it. There's not much. I'd rather he's not a very good rider of leaders at all, um, Reese. So I'd rather be with Tyler. He's sort of riding for Newham, and that I think he's got a much better handle on it. So this horse will be heading forward, back in a field. There's not much between them. Not much between them. They can both put in a. A one out of ten or a twelve out of ten. There's they're, they're both you know predecessors for a reason at the moment. Plenty of, plenty more polished. Dylan Gibbons is the one who's showing that he's got a lot, few more strings to his bow at the moment. He's claiming three, so uh, he'll be just he just keep riding winners for the next three or four months like they're uh, they're giving him away.
0: Have you recovered mentally from Rhys Jones riding so many winners last night?
1: Well, I just love that he Yeah, like I think three of the three of his wins last week were when he got cast five wide, no cover, and probably didn't realise it was the place to be. So. You know, as Act Actor God wins the two-year-old in the first. He's got to the right part of the track, Actor God. But uh yeah, just watch—he's watch—he's riding the highway and watch—he's riding the other races. He's—he's he's okay. Like he's an apprentice, as I said, he, he claims for a reason. He's just his problem is that he's got a huge range of, uh, you know, uh, tactics and and the way he actually rides is a you know he's a one to a twelve at the moment. You need to sort of tighten that up. Ellen Hennessy, yeah, she's about. So there's 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 a few. They can they can ride well at times. They suit certain horses. You just got to be very careful and pick your spots.
3: It's
0: uh, so time for Muggs moral.
4: Hi, guys. Muggs moral this week. The mug is in shocking form, but I think we might have the winner this week. We're going Race 8 Rose Hill, number one, Subark. This horse looks like a promising horse. It's got Barry 11, 62, with 3 kilo claim of Ellen Hennessy. It was a great run at the Gold Coast on the Heavy 8. Great, ru- Great win on a Heavy 8, a double. This horse looks like it can hold its form and run a good race. The fifteen hundred looks no problem coming back a hundred meters. So guys, this week it is race eight number one Subak. And if you if that gets scratched and goes to Melbourne, because I know it's double nommed, I'm going to go race seven Sydney in the Macquail Cup number. Five surf dancer. Rachel King put this in a great spot on the lead in a slow, race, slowly run race. There's no speed in this race, so it should just jump from barrier six, get the lead, and just travel very good in front. Barrier six, no problem. The distance, no distance. The breeding says it can run the distance. So, guys, Bugs moral is race eight, number one, Sabak. And if that gets scratched and goes to Melbourne, race seven, number five at Rose Hill Surf Dancer. Good luck. And what does the mug say when we find a winner? Go find your bookie. Good luck
0: tell you what he's honest. the mug he's going shocking but uh he's going to bounce back this week hopefully and ellen hennessy might be the, the one to steer him in with annabelle nisha
1: yeah well, there's a couple of things he's sort of outlined it's horse it's forms been on heavy tracks out wide at, at the moment Sabak, and it's like a really strong one pace sort of horse so i'm just hoping she can sort of get a bit aggressive on him at times um, from those wide draws and she probably needs to <laughs> on this horse and I thought it'd sort of go up in distance, so fifteen hundred on a dry deck's probably the query. If she gives it an overly aggressive ride and sort of leads the outside leader, I think it'll it'll run well. Mm. Um, interesting to note that Wicklow's in the race, so he's quickly sacked it. He um, said he's never again. He's quickly sacked the mug. He's, he's not. He's, he's you know, once bitten, twice shy. <laughs> the, the mug. So, but he, he's right. Like it's going to be back and wide on a, on what should be like six meter rail at Rose Hill. You'd expect him to be up and flying. It is a bit weird like it's the first time this track's been playing a bit dodgy on the inside after these big wet but um six meter if it's a true good four six meter rail it should be up and up and in should be the place to be and hopefully it's bark gets a cross outside leader i was surprised it's like eight bucks so mm. I, i'm definitely in the mugs camp this week
0: irish I legend first right up horse. barrier one. yeah
1: so it's a it's another horse it's a big query runner coming over from the uk it's got some serious form i think um I, you know off the top of my head i think it's run second and third behind some nice horses over there. Uh, a couple of trials for Les Bridge and again, like okay, how would you know? That's stable very rarely sort of I doubt this would be a target for, for Les to go out and try and knock over a fifteen hundred meter race with it first up, but um, obviously a serious horse and more than capable from the inside drawer if it gets a nice run of of running a race against these sort of horses.
2: I was gonna say, Nico, do you see the new the new combo? Do you see what he shoved down his had for dinner the other night after the thing, here, yeah, the combo, the the, no, the, didn't the didn't beautiful the pasta carbonara piled on top of the chicken schnitzel? <laughs> Them together, hard to beat. Oh, that's PR, a good, that's the point. Oh, is a good? Oh, Dipping it.
1: I don't know, I don't know about the carbonara, Beautiful. though, that's a bit heavy on oh. top. Like even spaghetti bolognese is heavy, but it's good.
0: Imagine that after about 10 beers at the race, you come home and eat that. <laughs> that would be absolutely heaven. <laughs> oh, the other,
1: the other race he mentioned is his tip, surf, dance, surf dancer, There your is another jockey. query horse there. Um, in in King. The, yeah, no, the other youth spirit. And it's a waterhouse horse having its first start over here from the UK as well, um, with serious form, and it's been improving through its trials and just looked um, looked. At, actually, I was surprised. It's it's only five dollars fifty. I
3: thought you might get better than that, but it's it's worth keeping an eye on. Your spirit Skyman finally draws a gate, so they might actually put him in the race on like last start, where they just semi like they just went around last start. They just sat back, went around the entire field, and never had a chance. So. Like from two, there may be a bit of a tactics change there because um, he was given no chance last time.
0: It looked like the perfect setup for it last time too. And I'd, there'd be a lot of punters that would just be kicking their hat that would have backed Skyman last time. Mm. Be absolutely furious. And that's just that's Mate. just what happens with, <laughs> yeah, you can tell I backed it too, than you go. But that's it's Chris Waller and these things happen
3: sometimes. That's a tricky race, that one. huh? That's scary. a tricky race, that one. But, there's a, there's a few scary. different angles there. Dr. Doctor Drill. Dr. Drill's flying this prep. He's run huge first up and then second last up. does get J-Mac off, though, but he's, he's right in any race he runs in. He never runs a bad one. So the, the only horse that arrives off a PR is Surf Dancer. He's found it. Mm. Yeah,
1: well,
0: it's, it's short. Oh, fingers crossed, sab- Sabak gets the uh, gets a chocolate of mug and he's back in the winning circle. We love it when Mug's backing winners. So good luck to him. Top Sport, big bet time. Ipswich race nine, number five, Tahitian Dancer. This could be my money, 500 at 650. You know, it's mine because I've missed the price. Uh, As we said, uh, horse in really good form here, but um, Ipswich is tricky. And Mm. then you've got uh, Flemington race six, number three, Edison, 500 at $9. Is this your race, Nico, or has John McLeod done this one? (laughs)
3: no I've, i've done this one actually unlike unlike turbo just sort of um taking a tag team operation there look uh blinkers go on for the first time or blinkers go on first time new stable they're on again he's obviously copped them sometime in his career um i thought the the run last start was better than first up and he jumped out really well leading to this prep billy's flying nick ryan as dk said before you just want to find him and there there could be a sort of a bit to play out in that race there's a few horses there that are sort of not near their best or not fourteen hundred meter horses. So um it does look like a race where if he's sort of getting towards somewhere near his best with the blinkers potentially going on. Um you could definitely find him. I I nearly tipped him to be honest on the show. I think okay. he's definitely in the game there.
2: Blinkers, yeah it's blinkers intent. Intent. Yep. Who's got it now? Nick Ryan, Nick Ryan. Edison. So mm. he used to have a
1: gay. Get... No, no, uh the Uncle Bjorn. Uncle Bjorn.
0: The um yeah it's an interesting one. I might might have to get uh our our man in the know with Snows up at the Gold Coast this weekend, so I might have to get Snowy's mail there from the Nick Ryan camp. He usually you know, gives us a bit of a a tip off there, which is uh, which is handy. So I'll uh, I'll tweet that out. I'll put it in the Discord chat if uh, the Ryan camp are bullish that one. So that's race six number three Edison. Uh, and then the other one is uh, race nine, number two, Joviality in Rose Hill. Are you allowed to talk about this race or are you over your threshold for races covered no, at Rose Hill? Because I don't Rose want to me, I, I don't upset that. anyone. Do you want to give me the feel? I know. That you're I thought a, you're I, know under I was a back big to contract. jockey magic,
1: mate. mate. I just had the PSTDSD just kicked in again there. I just started twitching. I thought I wasn't, I'd talking about a race that I wasn't supposed to. Uh, <laughs> what? A, I Actually, I really like this race, as in, I think Per, in a way, is a very good horse. Dylan Gibbons, we talked about, should find a nice spot. And I, I really think Lady of Luxury is ready to win. I hoped it was back to twelve hundred. But inside draw, Timmy, if he box seats her or three back the rent fence and has any luck, I think, you know, they're no no value, but they'll they'll run very well. So it's not an easy race to win. And Chris Williams is absolutely cast. Not even I, and I'm going on record, can bring him back from the death of uh jockey castism. Uh Chris Williams. Chris, Chris Williams. Williams. He he needs to be you know riding at. He Burke. needs
0: to go see the drums.
1: Well, he yeah. needs to find somewhere where he can ride some winners. So and he just all he does is ride in town. So he needs to go somewhere where he can ride some winners and get some
0: confidence back. He should move up here. That's yeah. everyone washed up moves to the Gold Coast. Is that why? We're we're here. Here.
1: Yeah, I could see you before you. Does that mean I've been gone longer? Probably. Okay. No worries. DK, comfortable with.
2: There's room. There's room, DK. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a soft seven iron away. I tell you. Yeah, could, yeah tell you. Couldn't nearly, nearly gone, but I'll just hang on for a bit longer down here. Nico, oh, no red wine to... by the fire up there, is there? See, that's what you're missing, Scoop.
1: Lloyd was telling us he was watching the football last week by the fire with his red wine. So you can, you can come <laughs> up here and watch the football with Lloyd.
2: <laughs> Beautiful. That's <laughs> my go. That's the only thing I look forward to. Red wine by the fire is best
0: part of winter. Have to ask the missus, Nico because now he's, he's going steady there. Still waiting for Nico to send me in the receipt of the uh, the dinner that I owe him. So. I'm happy to pay you, Nico, so make sure you make it uh, one big good one. <laughs> and I, I we,
1: we at least need like a, a snapshot or a, just like an out-the-front-of-the-restaurant shot or something. We need to confirm who it is for the 500, do we, or not?
0: Mm, oh, I don't know. Like, you just you just don't know where the, when the snapper artsy sort of bobs up. That'd be a job for someone like Turbo or a little little weasel out there. So if uh, T-Dogs or someone can leak us a pic, it'll be uh, yeah, put almost. on another free dinner. Yeah, yeah. yeah. sounds good. <laughs> I'll have no money left. I'll be broke after Bali anyway. All right. Hopefully, we've um, we we've steered everyone into a winner. DK, uh, I'm not sure what the tonic is for ribs, but uh, what do you do? You just sort of sit Can't and Can't do anything.
2: Can't do anything. Just got to ride it out. So, yeah, it's been a slight improvement probably, yeah, in the last 24 yeah, hours. Have you had um, to
3: cheer any home with it? Like, can you still ride them out while on the straight? <laughs> or? Oh, I
2: give Masterful a good <laughs> kick, but um, especially when that thing kicked three in front at that 200, I thought, gee, give him a cheer home, <laughs> but... Um, no, I'll be right. Yeah, I'll be right. Uh, I think Donald Duck. Donald Duck Saturday, Nico, and I haven't looked ahead a far far further ahead of field of that. But still have wet tracks down here. It's heavy ten today. Um yeah. anyway, still dealing with it. Geelong looked all
3: right. And but that, it didn't look like your sort of uh
2: no. your sort of meeting. Yeah, I did. A I, first I, I went a deep dive there, but yeah, a lot of first starters and that. What about the Syntho on when was that? Ballarat. Completely cactus. Like the kickback was just horrendous on the weekend. I don't know what they're gonna do about it, but um uh, on the, not on the weekend, on Tuesday or Monday, whenever it was, We're packing them.
3: Didn't watch a race. Didn't. From Ballarat. There you go.
2: Old oh, BZ. Old oh, BZ's been demoted. Where BZ? I haven't, I haven't revved him up yet. Old oh, BZ got sent to Ballarat on Tuesday to do the on course interviews after the race.
1: And he was doing the weather report on 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 Twitter. He's been airborne, BZ. He's he's, he's been in the stables mucking them. He must be getting ready. He must be thinking he's on the
2: way out or something. What's happening?
0: Uh, <laughs> he, he wants he wants to redo the weather rating. So if he wants the feels like temperature for the that that to be the temperature that you actually list. So if it's twenty but feels like fifteen, he wants fifteen to be the noted
2: noted. <laughs> he's spot on. He's spot on. I tell you, it's ten degrees, and then oh no, the wind chill feels like five. So. Why isn't it five degrees? I don't understand. Temperature's (laughs) the temperature. He's spot on, BZ. I'll agree with him there. I can't believe that.
3: Last time I went to Ballarat, I think it was nine degrees, and it it said feels like 2.8, so (laughs) that was fun. I think everyone's got a different
0: feels like. Some tradies wear shorts all all year round. They they think it feels like 20 degrees when it's poor. Ear bikes are lunatics. Yeah. I need a freshen up. All right, so three week break. We're back on July fourteenth. All the boys will be still betting. We might uh, continue the weekly email. So we'll try and get a best bet while we're. Can while we get Mugs' out. moral at least on Twitter or something? <laughs> we can't go three weeks <laughs> might without be that. Mug only, yeah, that's all
1: right. We M- can cover comes.
0: all four states or whatever we're doing. <laughs> Carnivals do the lot. I think that's a good a good idea. Yeah. All right. Enjoy your red wine in the uh, winter break, and uh, I think everyone's ready for the freshen up. But um, we'll be back bigger than ever, uh, and we'll steer all the way through spring and into the summer. And a big thanks to uh, from me to Porco uh, who does all the video stuff, all our major sponsors, and the boys down in Melbourne keeping uh, the office warm down there. Nico and DK holding uh, holding up the ship because it's an uh, absolute
2: fault. See you guys. Enjoy enjoy the holiday.